Hey, it's Dan Dibley from Willard and Dibs. You're listening to Steiny and Guru. I got three hours and a bunch of problems. Oh, thanks, dude. John Dickinson in for Daryl, the Guru Johnson. And uh, I'll tell you what. This is one of those things, J.D., that for me, it's been a, it's been a little bit of a slow build. But then it hits you. Then it hits you. I go into my Gmail today, and... Uh, I think we all got the same email. Yeah, from that bet, uh, sports yeah. betting AG. Yeah. Yeah. So anyway, I'm happy to be on that uh, email list. And the Giants are now the betting favorites to get Aaron Judge. The Giants are the betting favorites in Vegas to get Aaron Judge. And I just started thinking about this for a second. And I'll just throw some of the thoughts that, that went through my head. I mean, first of all... My mind goes to, well, this is one of the biggest free agent signings in the Bay Area, in the history of the Bay Area, if it happens. I mean, Bonds Durant, those those are the two that stick out to me. I'm sure there are sure. others. But Deion Sanders. Yeah, that was a pretty big one. It was such a short-lived one. Yeah, that's a, that's a good one. But, I, uh, you know, also thinking, also thinking, you know, if you get him, it 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 puts to bed or puts to rest any perception that the Giants either are still pinching pennies or still want to pay off the ballpark or, you know, they're not they don't care about, you know what I mean? Like, it's just a it's it, they, they want they, to be they a care big about boy. Winning. They, they want to exactly. be a big boy. Exactly. They, want to be, they want to win every possible way you can win with big time free agents with player development with guys off the scrap heap, all of it. Exactly. And draft picks the, that yeah, the all of it. The season tickets that'll be sold because of it. But here's the one thing that I keep thinking. This thing is this thing to me JD has gotten so real that it almost feels like if they don't get him, it's going to be a gut punch. I mean, I think it, it's going to psychologically be a factor almost if you're a giant fan. I mean, how could you not be at this point crestfallen if you don't get Judge. I don't think there's any doubt that it would be a gut punch to the Giants fan base if they don't get him because of what we talked about a little bit last week and that's the fact that no other player that's available right now moves the needle in the manner that Aaron Judge does. He just broke the American League home run record hit over 60 home runs on the season for the Yankees, you're taking a player away from the Yankees. Like you would be getting the number one free agent on the board in the sport this offseason at a time where you feel like you really need that infusion. Right. That that is a major, major deal. And when you start looking at, well, what if you don't get them? Right. Well, like even Trey Turner, who I think is the next best player available, just and yeah, you'd be taken away from the depth, but it just he just there's just not the sex appeal of Aaron freaking Judge, right. the Yankee, hits home runs. Like it's just it's everything you want from you know eye candy for a fan. All right, but let me let me ask you this. Let's say you're let's say you're a you're a giant fan. And you know like, what else? Say, yeah. It also it also would be and you didn't get Harper and you didn't get this guy and you didn't get Guerrero back in the day. You get it just there'd be another of the oh, they came in second well, again. Well, that's true. 
And that part, I think, would be a gut punch, but I also think it'd make Giants fans a little angry again. Like, why can't you get it done? Why can't you close a deal? I wonder what percentage, and, and, I, and I would put you in this, and I would also put Willard in this, but I would also say you're, you're more hardcore. You two guys are more hardcore. What about the very real? What about this? What about the very real scenario that there are better strategies to become a better baseball team next year than to pay Aaron Judge $350 million over eight years? Like, I guess the fact is that I've heard people say, you know, you'd rather have two of these guys and that guy than Judge, or Judge in and of himself doesn't make the Giants better than the Padres or Dodgers. So... I guess what I'm saying, J.D., is I just, I'm bothered that, not bothered, but you're telling me there's more, that if they don't get judged, they still could be better than if they sign judge. See, that to me is, should give the Giant fans a safety net. Yeah, but the Giant fans right now are down on the franchise, it feels like, and we could debate. Yeah, we got into this, yeah. We could debate whether they should be or not. And I think that's its own separate conversation. But I think right now the the perception is the young players that were supposed to be here aren't here. The, the team was too dependent on either older players or players that were acquired off the scrap heap. And that bit them last year. And that there just isn't an energy surrounding this team that makes you want to go to the ballpark on a night-in, night-out basis that makes you want to watch the games on TV, that, that makes you want to be engaged in, in being a Giants fan. So in a way, I think it goes it goes beyond even just winning and losing at this point. It, it's You can't just win. You have to win well, that's- and be entertaining. And, and you almost have lost the benefit of the doubt, Steiny, to the point where you have to be entertaining First, in a way, like you almost have to be entertaining more importantly than winning. Like you need to win, but at first you need to be entertaining. Well, that's what, and that's, that's something that will be right. judged before you, you know, before they even take the field next year. Exactly, and see that, and that's one of those things, JD. Where, um, yes, if they get if they get judge. Obviously, it's a franchise-changing move. See, that, like that's the other thing that that's also um, to me interesting. When the Warriors went and got Durant, they weren't desperate. That was gravy. It's true. Since I've been out in the Bay Area, it's been like thirty years. I won't go back that far, but certainly in the last 10, 20 years, you know, the Giants are at a point right now where they are a little desperate. Like, they are desperate to get fans back into the ballpark. And they've tried with Harper and Stanton. We've heard. So if they don't get, you know, if they don't get Judge, where do they go? Like, where do the Giants go from there? Not only next year, but like, how are they going to get better? If nobody's coming here. At that point, and I I think Farhan would be comfortable in this environment. At at that point, you'd you'd take a hit, basically. Right. But you'd hope, and the hit would be... Well, it's true. The hit would be that 
you're going to have no buzz and angst and 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 fans still frustrated with you, but but you still can get the last laugh or come out on top if by July you do have a good team and it's but it can't just be a good team it has to be a good team that's also interesting like it has to be a good team that that has a couple of all-stars and and has dynamic players that move the needle so maybe it's not Aaron Judge maybe it is Trey Turner and Nimmo and Jacob DeGrom whatever I just picked three sure. names out of the out of the hat and other mid-level guys you sign and you make a trade and like maybe the team does look a lot different than it does at the end of of this past season you're not going to get into the benefit of the doubt but if you do by july hey have a have a good team that's dynamic and fun and you know what maybe a lot of giants fans don't know trey turner from aaron judge but you get trey turner it's like wow trey turner's a hell of a player guy steals bases hits doubles he's you know good defensively he there's action right with with a guy like with a guy so and and you're a good team and you know maybe you build a little bit of what you had in 21 to a certain you know to a certain extent maybe not to that level but it feels that way with how you're winning games but more sustainable young player like you can you could do it but you're going to start behind the eight ball for a lengthy period of time if you if you don't get judged it's just going to be harder to garner that that fan trust Oops. again the one thing I'm I'm also fascinated is the East Coast to the West Coast thing, you know, New York to to L.A. or New York to San Francisco. Who is there anybody that's done that like lately? Like come from either the Yankees, the Knicks, out to a, like a star, like a star player who's left New York. Yeah, I'm not. I, there's nobody that com- comes to mind off the top of my head, and. That's why I'm kind of. That's why I, I, at one point I. I think it would be different. I mean, it really I mean, would be. Well, that's and that's what I'm trying to do. Kind of put myself in his spot. Do I really want to pick up and move across the country? Yeah, but it's also home, in a sense. I know it's well, not. You know what? I, we, knew he, I knew he didn't grow up. I know, but you we, know, at Broadway and Battery. But we but, don't. We don't know how much that means, if anything. No, but I think. It's got to be if he's if he's really legitimately considering coming. It has to mean something. Like to me, to me, if if Judge is going to come, that would be part of it. Otherwise, he wouldn't be well considering it unless as much. he unless he goes somewhere else entirely. Sure, but it doesn't sound like that's going to happen. Yeah, I, I just don't. I wonder how much of a factor that is. And here's and here's my my final question. And this would be my big concern if if I'm the Giants. What if you do offer him the most money, and he and he still stays with the Yankees? Because I think the one thing that we're going to either assume or is going to become fact is that the Giants made the high, highest offer. Right? There's there's no way Farhan talks like he talked, and then he comes out after Judge resigns with the Yankees and says we just couldn't get there. We just couldn't get there. Like, there's no chance. And trust me, J.D., I I believe, A, there's no chance. Like, I believe him. Like, that won't be the reason. Well, we don't know that it won't be the reason. We we don't, but we also... Like, what if it ends up being judge signs for... What if the Yankees say, you know what, we'll do 400? 
and and the Giants were willing to go three seventy five or or whatever three fifty whatever it is. But the but the Yankees did you know three fifty three seventy five three seventy five to four hundred. And it's Sorry, like, hey the Giants. I don't care. Made their you know made their nope. Doesn't matter. I mean, they were willing to go above. I can already see. The thing is, I can already hear the reporting on it. Oh, the Giants went above and beyond any anything that was imaginable at the beginning of this. But the Yankees just ended up. It was the Yankees with their number one offer, and he wanted to stay. And you know, but it's really you didn't have the best offer. Like to me, it's inexcusable if the Giants don't have the best offer. Exactly. Like it's, it's just it's so inexcusable that I'm going to assume they yeah, and, will. And I'm not. I'm not. I'm not going to assume because okay. because a lot of this really does boil down to uh, the fact that it's it's what are you betting? Like who who's going to tap out first? Like is there a limit for one of these teams versus the other? Like I think See, to me, it's the Yankees have a limit more so than the Giants. I truly believe maybe. that. And I think the Giants are counting on that. Right. I think the Giants, Giants want to get to a place on, on putting that the, the Yankees, Yankees exactly. in a spot where the Yankees are like, ah, we, you know what, we're, we're the Yankees, right. we got plenty of money, we'll, we'll spend it elsewhere and right. be fine. Right. And you know what, we really didn't love this guy anyway. Right. Because I do think there's a little of that. Well, there, there must be, or he'd probably have re-signed by now. I, I do think there has to be like I don't I don't think he loved being a Yankee to this point. Like I just I think he's fine with going back, well, but I don't think he's in love with being a Yankee at the level that we all talk about a player would be in love with being a Yankee. I think that's already true. Even if he ends up going back, just the fact that he's willing to leave or consider leaving or hear the offers plus the, the rest of the pitch from the Giants, that tells me that he isn't you know, he isn't completely in love with being a Yankee for right. life. Well, and that's and and I, to me, again, if you add it all up, that's why this feels far more tangible than any of the others. And it's also, I think, but, unique in a lot of ways. Right, but and you know what? You run the risk of of doing this when you talk about it. Is a lot of Giants fans out there going to roll their eyes? They're going to roll their they eyes will. until Aaron Judge signs on the dotted line with the San Francisco Absolutely. Giants, and that's. That's the position they're in, unfortunately, right now, J.D. Real quick one here. Our buddy Mark Willard, he sent yeah. both of us a text. Oh, no. We were talking uh, about a guy that's gone from west to east, Robinson Cano. Oh. Robinson Cano from Hat Tip to Willard. He just texted Although, both of us Cano. Yeah, that's a good one. I, I was thinking more of like the big cities in the west, like San Francisco and L.A. But David Lee would be one. David Lee. Thanks, Willard. Yeah, Yankees. No, Cano. They, I heard, and I heard, and Mark, just to let you know, I heard they they brought up Cano earlier in their show about a guy who left the Yankees. There are not many that that uh, that do that. Uh, Mookie Betts went from Boston to L.A. As a trade. Oh, it was okay. That's right. Yeah, the Red Sox traded him. He doesn't want to bid anymore because yes. What do you What do you remember about your boy Reggie Jackson? I know he's a little bit older, but left from New York to go to the California Angels, right? Yeah. He was kind of done then. Yeah, though, right? yeah. Like he wasn't... A, that must have been 79, 80. I remember. I think he was like 34. Yeah. I, say, I remember Reggie Jackson. Reggie Jackson, I mean, I don't remember, but he was on the 86 Angels, I thought. Even. I mean, he was on it the 77 to 78 Yankees. I know that. Yeah. So he, 81 to 82. Man, there you go. There you go. Um... Let's go to Schlepprock. He's in uh, Milpitas. What's going on, man? What's going on? 
J.D. and Steiny. Hey, here's the question I want to pose you two gurus. What, who is young, talented, and is fun on the Giants roster that would make Judge want to come here? Let's, let's, let's go to third base, Longoria. He's old at the end of his well, career. He's gone. Certainly not fun. All right, let's go to shortstop Crawford. He's old at the end of his career and not fun. Let's go to first base, Belt. He's old at the end uh, of his career and not fun. I, he's gone. Let's go but, to Kapler. Kapler's certainly not fun. What are, uh, why, talk to me about this fun. I agree with you there what, what, on Kapler. Kapler is what about fun? fun. What, what's I, the fun mean, though? Uh, I agree with you on Kapler. Clubhouse. Let's go to the you know going to the going to the ballpark every day and having fun with your with your teammates and all that. Where's the talent? You know, I, I mean, why would Judge want to come here? I'm not saying I don't want him here, but we got to put some guys around him. I know, Schlepprock. I I, I, I hear you. I hear you. Okay. Thanks, but lost him. But no, I mean, well, Longoria's gone. Belt's gone. In all likelihood. The bottom line is they're going to have to do more than just sign Judge. I mean, I'm with and him if, on Kapler. Like, if I'm Aaron Judge, I, and I look, I, he's I'm, no factor. He's no factor. Yeah, I agree. Like, he's a no guy factor. like Aaron Judge doesn't, I, have to, if, doesn't have to worry about a man. But if I were Aaron Judge, if I were Aaron Judge and I'm meeting with the Giants, I'd be like, 400 million and fire Gabe Kapler, and I'm coming. <laughs> you wouldn't have to fire Kapler at that point. What do you mean you wouldn't have to? You wouldn't be, you would not be. That kind of player, you wouldn't be one. You wouldn't be one of these uh, individual empowerment guys. You don't know. You would not go to the front office and tell them the moves you would prefer. I, I, I to would. Make. I would if I. I would if I felt that the manager was an imbecile. Yes. <laughs> you don't think Gabe Kapler's an imbecile? I, no, that's probably too strong. Shaka's in Berkeley. What's up, Shaka? That's too strong. How you doing, man? Hey, man. How y'all doing? How y'all yeah. doing today, man? Hey, man, I really think Judge is coming to San Francisco. And it's like, um, I think because they booed him after he did all that uh, 62 home run, broke the record and everything. When they had their failure in the playoffs, they booed him. So I think that he wants to come back to California and get his childhood team back on the map, man. And him being able to uh, be, be the person to do that. And also, I want to talk about Reggie Jackson. Reggie Jackson was a great player, man. <laughs> I remember the 76 World Series. Oh. He hit three home runs in a round. In a row against the Dodgers, man, that was one of the greatest yeah. moments of my young life, man. Watching hey, that, man, hey, Shaka. Jackson was electric. Hey, Shaka, started stirring some drinks. Shaka, guess what? <laughs> How about this? I love it. Did you know this, Shaka? Reggie homered in his first at bat the following season, so he had he actually hit four in a row, <laughs> and that's when they showered wow. Yankee Stadium with Reggie bars. Mm-hmm. I remember they were just yelling his name, Reggie. Reggie yeah. came up. Because the Dodgers got three in a row, man. I watched it. I was 11 years old, man. 12 years old, man. Yeah, hey, you mean, Shaka. Thanks, Shaka. Appreciate I love it, man. it. I love it. That's great. Ah! I remember. Yeah, so this th- he hit three homers. They won in. I mean, that was before the my Dodgers. time. That was before I was alive. But. And then the next season, Reggie homered in his first at bat. And they were giving away Reggie candy bars because they had the red. They were good, by the way. You ever have one? Nah, I don't think so. It was, a, it was a, like a circle, like a bigger. It was like a bigger. Reese's cup 
It had peanuts and caramel and chocolate. It was pretty good. Okay. It well, had when, guy. when did they become defunct? Oh, they only let. Well, they lasted a little while and then just kind of faded away. Not unlike Reggie's career after he left New York. You know, he was. He spent a lot of years with the Angels, more than I thought. How about this? How about. Played for the Baltimore Orioles. I don't remember that. I don't remember that. Yeah. Baltimore Orioles. Do you remember that? I. I, I actually do. So sweet. Uh, no, I, I. What I'm getting at with my big picture here is, you know, the buzz about Aaron Judge has been so positive and so within the realm of possibility. This one's different. They got to they got to close this deal with Aaron Judge if if they if you're the San Francisco Giants. Um, I'm kind of with you. They, they got to get something. I, I just I'm trying to think why he wouldn't come. Okay, why wouldn't you want to come? To me, the biggest reason why he wouldn't come is we're not good enough out here. The, the team's not good enough, and I know the Yankees are going to be there year in and year out. And I'm sorry I couldn't take Farhan's word that. Yeah, you just you, you believe him, yeah, but, sure. but, but it's still too many things that yes. would have to go I, I, right. He's got the best because intentions, for to, sure. The, the caller before Shaka, I forgot yes. his name, but he was going around Slept the horn. Around. Yeah, he was going around the horn. This guy isn't enough, that guy's enough. Part of the pitch to judge, I feel, is not the players that are on the roster, necessarily. I think it's some of it, but I think part of the pitch to judge is we're going to get another guy right. after we get you to commit. And and you too, along with some other moves that we're working on, are going to be the reason. Like it's to me, it's not it's not Judge and Judge is coming in to play with Mike Yastrzemski and Brandon Crawford and Joey Bart. I mean, maybe some of those guys. But well, here's like the, that's not the pitch. Well, here's the part. If that's that, the pitch, then. But you know, all right, back to New York. But but let me <laughs> nice. But let me ask you this: If the Giants are willing to pay. Aaron Judge, three hundred and forty million over eight or nine years. Do you really think they're gonna be they're gonna go out and then sign another guy for over a hundred mil? Not necessarily over a hundred, but, but you could you know, like a four for eighty. Sure, right. yeah, I think they're gonna have to. And I wouldn't so they be would surprised s- if they have a, a trade in the works already. Like if we get like I bet they've got the big board. Where, or maybe it's on a computer, but whatever. We'll just call it a big board where it's judge, judge, and then it's these are the next five things we want to do. We want to engage this team about this trade. We want to sign this pitcher. We got. We think the outfield's pretty well set. Let's let's try and find a shortstop or a third baseman. Like I, I, and yeah, maybe it's not Trey Turner at that point, but I do think, I do think they'd be looking at. At different options, absolutely. I think they've got a five-step plan right now that's judge-centric. Sure, and it's also we don't get judge-centric. Right. Now that one's not going to appeal to the fans as much, but I think they've absolutely got it in the hopper. All right, ninety-five-seven. TheGameShop.com is live. It's the perfect time of year to grab some Steiny and Guru gear. So head over to ninety-five-seven. TheGameShop.com now. For yours, J.D. and Steiny on the other side of 95.7 The Game. Hey, it's Willard from Willard and Dibs, 9 to noon, but now let's get you back to Steiny and Goo 
who we owned in the changeover a short time ago. Let's listen to them recover right now, guys. Hey, we got a, we got a little. Uh, I love some... I love Willard, and I and I know he was. I get to put take, up to take a shot at him. I no, I, I don't like that. Oh, I just don't like it. And whatever. I mean, I know it was, he. Somebody said, "Hey, Willard, you got to do this." Yeah. So he he did it because you realize that when I did that, it took me about forty five minutes. I could I just couldn't do it. I couldn't string a sentence together. Not unlike today. Um, hey, we got a little couple pieces of 49ers news and a little bit, a little bit of a little bit of a curveball here. Uh, good news and bad news. Good news is Christian McCaffrey practicing okay. today, but no Debo Samuel. No Debo Samuel. He didn't practice today because of a quad. Yeah, that, well, that was the injury that was listed yesterday on the injury report, where he was a limited participant. So we'll see when the when the official, you know, is he, is he taking is he taking the day off completely? It looks right. like that's possible. Cam Inman will have the latest, and then we'll get the injury report. But that is if he goes from limited yesterday to not practicing at all today, which we don't know right. yet. But if that is if it is in fact trending that way, that would be a, a sign toward him not being able to play. On right. Sunday. And we'll find out more at two o'clock with uh, Cam Inman. He's down in Santa Clara, and he'll probably he'll probably be able to elaborate that a little bit. And by the same token, Christian McCaffrey going from somebody that did not practice at all yesterday to even being limited today would be trending exactly. upward toward being able to play. Exactly. Awesome. Hey, speaking of trending upward, what if I told you that uh, some of my some of my friends gave me gave me grief yesterday after the show what kind of friends like i like i, I mean it's my so-called friends oh That's, my god uh and they're saying oh, you, you. all right it was dibley he said i lost my edge he said i lost my edge with the warriors oh, because man. because i was i watched the dallas game and been watching them the last two weeks that is the warriors and i'm saying all right put them back in the mix I don't know how much, how many teams are in that mix, but they're in that mix. Is it more about them or about everybody it's else? It's more about them, believe it or not. Okay. And I know every, it's, I know they have the everybody else benefit, but no, it's mostly about them. And and here's the thing, JD. I'll just throw this at you. When they were three and seven, they, there's no way they were that bad. So I think they've now stabilized. So now you go another month, six weeks see about this team, and uh, then maybe you decide whether to tinker or not. But the bottom line to me is, is this ro- can this roster be a championship roster, or do you think they will have to make a move? I think they probably got to make a move. And I'm not totally sure what that move is yet. Right. Is it a, is it a big? Is it another wing? I feel like they need an insurance policy at the wing spot right now. And and what what I mean by that is you know obviously Steph and Clay and Draymond and Wiggins and and Looney are going to be playing. You know DiVincenzo and Poole are going to be playing. That seven is for sure. I think at this point some semblance of Jamichael Green even if it's not a lot is going to play some five. So that's eight. And right now Kaminga's the next the next guy. And he's been playing, and his minutes have been going up of late, and he's earned those minutes, and he's played well. I mean, Steve Kerr said that he thought the Dallas game was the best game he's ever played. Right. Which I was like, wow. Like, that. even that even that struck me. Uh, well, of course. But it's but, okay. What? I mean, maybe it was. Maybe it yeah, wasn't. Yeah, it doesn't matter. Yeah, it doesn't right, matter. Right. It did, yeah, no, I'm moving on from that. But 
what I am getting at is that's the that spot. Like, are you are you really just gonna trust Kaminga? As like he's the guy that's got that spot now. Are you gonna trust him to be somebody that you're counting on? every single night throughout a championship playoff run in that role that he's had these last few games. And I think that's where we don't know the answer to that question. And I would lean toward you'd want to have some veteran insurance policy to, to go away from Kaminga in the playoffs if he if he isn't playing well like he has these last handful of games. I, I, I can't believe I'm going to say this, but I am going to say this. Iguodala? Yes. Iguodala? Because if you look back at the Warriors... Over the years, you know they've had they've had guys just come in and pitch in, and you know what, Iguodala, ideally is only going to have to be a half a player. Like it can be Kaminga slash Iguodala. You know what I mean? In other words, Iguodala with somebody can make up one person in a nine man rotation. That actually is a ten man rotation, depending sure. on on what you do, but. And see, this is kind of the thing. It's funny. I, I, I can't stop thinking of Aaron Judge when I'm talking about Iguodala. You might be like, why? And it's because if I say Aaron Judge might come to the Giants, there's a big percentage of people that are like, yeah, okay, right, <laughs> laugh. And so that's where Iguodala's gotten. If you actually say, you know what? If by the end of the year, Iguodala can contribute... People are like, stop it. Of course he's not going to be able to. But what I'm saying, J.D., is if he can, he's going to help. He'll help a little bit. Are, are you just all out on Iguodala at this no, point? I'm, or I'm, just? I'm actually less, believe it or not, I'm less out on him than I was last year. And, and, and he showed enough last year to where I'm not going to do that again. And it's funny because you mentioned it, I think, and there were times you mentioned it in the past. And I did snicker. And if you noticed, I didn't snicker <laughs> this time. Subtle. But I always would give you that. Yeah. <laughs> but I, I, I'm not doing that because he it, really I'm giving him the benefit of the doubt for the fact that he really did help him at the beginning. He didn't help him a lot at the end, but he did help him at the beginning. So why can't they flip that this year? And I think maybe they're thinking in the back of their mind, well, we don't need him at the beginning. We'll figure it out if he can help us toward the end and we'll really manage it. We won't overuse him. I think they overused him last year and he, Early, and he yeah. broke down and he helped them. He, they needed him uh, at, at that point, but he would give them, he would give them an insurance policy. I still think you'd almost want to have one more guy just in case he can't go like we're no, like, I, let's say Kaminga just doesn't have it. And it's a playoff well, series yeah. and you want to rip him out of there and and Iguodala is unavailable. Then what? You know, and maybe maybe Moody works his way in at that. But you know, I don't I don't know. Maybe you tweak it in another way. But I think that that would be the one. The one thing would be one more playable wing, even All over right. a big. Because I think when push comes to shove, the Warriors don't want to play bigs anyway. I agree. I'll be there when I be there. <laughs> I'm actually interested. Uh, to hear what Warrior fans think, because I okay, so they they, they start three and seven. People are saying, "Uh oh, they could be in trouble." Now they're back to eleven and eleven. They're eight and four, and I guess what I'm asking Warrior fans is: Has the last three to four weeks convinced you? You know what? We okay. This is this is a championship type team again, or do they still have to do more for you? In other words, 
are these December games important to figure out whether this team's going to need help or not? Or do you think, as is, hopefully counting on growth with Kaminga, maybe get Moody back in there, that this team, as constructed, could go four rounds and win it all? I'll tell you what, I, I, it, I think it's about getting to the finals. Because once you get to the finals, then... For example, I, Milwaukee, and Bo- days off Milwaukee and, and Boston are better than the Warriors right now. Doesn't matter. But yeah, buddy, the, I, yeah, Boston for sure. But the what I'm saying is the the finals is gonna be a, a, a it's gonna be really hard. But who who do you trust to beat the Warriors? When I say trust, I mean like the you know, Western Conference Finals. Phoenix? Does Phoenix nah. to me Phoenix is has the best shot at him. Possibly. Better than Memphis and better than uh Denver. To me. Yeah, I think so. I, but at the at the same time, if the Warriors are playing at let's say a fifty win pace by the end of the year, and they're lining up with Phoenix in a second round series, and da- and Denver's really the only other good team in the West, I mean at that point, I would probably pick the Warriors to beat Phoenix as long as they're healthy. Right. I mean, I just I just feel like the the championship acumen and and the Suns having some demons. I mean, I would probably lean. Do you Warriors. think the Warriors are going to win it this year? I think they can. I mean, right now I would pick Boston. Okay. Okay, who would you pick coming out of the West? I mean, right now yeah. I would probably say Phoenix. Okay. But but if the Warriors get to a point where they're within a couple of games and they and they continue to look like themselves, I'd pick the Warriors to beat Phoenix. From the 510 on the Xfinity Mobile text line, was never worried about the Warriors this year. They have an easier second half of the season. It's the opposite of last year. They'll be fine. I always thought, what does that mean? What does fine mean? Does that mean top four? Well, the path is there. I mean, well, if there were four right teams, now I is, mean, if yeah. there were four teams right now that were fifteen and five ish, right? Then, then I'd be like, all right, well, top four. Maybe they aren't going to get to the top four because you'd be five hundred and you'd have four teams that are ten over already. What well, are, well there, there isn't even one team. Maybe Phoenix is now, but they're the only one. Well, what it's are even we close to that? When you say the Warriors are going to be fine, like that's when you say the Warriors are going to be fine. What does that mean? They're going to win fifty games and well, to me that's what it would challenge mean. for challenge. You know, but I'm also not saying they're. I'm not saying that though. I'm not. I'm not making the statement the texter is. But but if I were to say like to me it would all you'd almost have to be fifty game minimum if you're saying the Warriors are going to be fine. But for all we know, it, it to me be, fine may be the seeding rather well, than well, the record, and also fine. Fine to some Warrior fans could be just be, win forty five games and be the sixth seed and you know you win it like like it. I think a lot of Warrior fans would say that. See, you wouldn't want to get in the playing tournament, but sure. beyond that, who cares? We're the best team. See, we'll this beat is whoever this, in the playoffs. These this year has been to me the most fun because if you to me you look at the Niners and the and the Warriors. They both have a shot. There's no doubt they both have a shot. And the reason the reason I'm fascinated by both these teams is because they're they're both legitimately one of what do you think? Six or eight teams in each league that could win it. They could win it all. To me they're not they're not overwhelming favorites. They're not even the favorites. They're not the biggest long shot either team, but both teams are right in the mix. And 
that to me is what's going to be fun. Like, can the Warriors really? Can they really like finish sixth and run the table? Do they have to get the four again or three again to run the table? I, can they run the table? I, yeah. I mean, it's it's fascinating to me that we're going to find out exactly where they are. On are the, they going to repeat? On the Warriors side of things, I, right now I feel like, and you, you're going to probably completely disagree with this, but I feel like there's four teams right now that could win the title. I'd say more than that. I think it's Boston. I'd say Boston, Milwaukee, Phoenix, and the Warriors would be the four right now. I, and, and the Warriors would be just because I'm not ruling the Warriors out unless they're really I'm gonna, I'm gonna have to, seven level again. See, I mean, right now it's kind of hard to argue with you, but I would, I would well, say... It change. Yeah, it's, uh, to me, Memphis is probably going to be there at the end in Denver. Like, can, can win the title? I think Denver could. I do. If they're healthy. Yeah, Mur- like Murray Denver. looks like he's playing pretty he's well, too. He's getting better. Yeah, he's getting Denver's better. Denver's got a depth issue, though, I think. I think they need another player, All right, too. How many teams in the NFL? Tell me who can win it in the NFL. I think... Win the Super win Bowl. Win the Super Bowl. I think there's... I'm going to give you... I think Seven. I've got... I'm Seven. A, I'm going to say... I think there's two, three, four, five... Yeah, I got six. Okay. I've got four NFC teams, and you know who they are. And okay. yeah, I think Minnesota can win I've it all. I've got a different four. I've got Philly. I've got four NFC teams. i got Philly, Minnesota... Uh, the 49ers and Dallas. Okay. I've got, you obviously I've got, have I've got Philly. Tampa Bay in for Minnesota. Uh, yep. I've got the I've got Philly, the 49ers, Tampa Bay, and Dallas. I do think Dallas, See, if it breaks right, can. But the, the interesting thing, JD, is because the NFC is so wide open, that's why I have more teams in. Like I get it. The Vikings sure. aren't the Vikings aren't that great. Let's say they're well. I, here's, but all here's, they got to do is win one game, well, and they can win the Super Bowl. Here's how the here's how the Vikings. I feel like the and again, I don't, we don't have to get lost in the Vikings, but I think for the Vikings to go to the Super Bowl, I feel like it's going to be a per, it's going to have to be a perfect storm of somebody beats Philly and somebody beats the Niners. Okay. It would have to be like the. You know the Giants go into Philly and win as a you know whatever interesting or the or the the Commanders beat the Niners and then the you know the Commanders upset the Niners and then the Commanders go in and beat Philly. Meanwhile, you know Minnesota plays somebody. You know that. So that's the way you did it. Like that's the way to me. That's Minnesota's path. All right. Here's the way I did it. I put although they probably wouldn't beat Dallas either because Dallas has kind of owned them. I know you have Tampa Bay in there, and I should probably have an uh, NFC South team in there. But my feeling is... Well, I just put Tampa in there because of Brady. I mean, they're, they're sure. five and six for crying Sure, but somebody's got to come out of that division. And once you're in the playoffs, you're in the playoffs. Yeah. Well, I mean, to my to my way of thinking, those four teams are the best teams in the, in the NFC. And they're so even that any of them could theoretically emerge... And make the Super Bowl. Sure. Well, once you make the Super Bowl, you can, in my mind, you can win. Oh yeah, I don't, I don't, I don't care. disagree with that. Um, so, although I don't think they would, I don't think they would. Probably not. But if I think four teams can win it in the NFC, they've already beaten one of the teams that I think can win it in the AFC. So Buffalo and Kansas City. Kansas City. I think there's City. two teams. That's it for me. In the Who's AFC. they have beaten? Minnesota beat. Oh, I thought you meant Buff- the 49ers. No, Minnesota beat Buffalo. Who's the third team in the AFC though? There's not. Not it's- the Ravens. No. Miami. No. Ah, no Patriots, not with Tua. I know Tua's playing great, but I, I'm not. So All right, so you only have two in the. I, I have Kansas City one and Buffalo 
to me is the other one that could. And that's nobody it. else. That's that's all I have in the AFC. All right. Vince the, is in San Jose. What's up, Vince? Hey, what's going on, Steiny? Hey. Uh, you know, as far as the Warriors go, I just think there's so much basketball left to be played. Mm-hmm. You know, I, I they got about 60 games left to be played, if I'm not mistaken. Maybe 64 games, 63 games left. Just so much that can happen for a lot of teams in the Western Conference and Eastern Conference. Yep. I always wondered, like, what the heck is going to happen to the Bucks? Yo, Giannis seems like he's superhuman when he plays, but he is a human. Theoretically, he could get injured. I don't know if there's a lot of teams that have the depth that the Warriors do. I know that's a silly comment from the well, way we've seen this bench unit play, but look at the way how Steve Kerr can rein things together. No one can out-coach Kerr. No one is out-coaching Kerr in this league. I'm sorry, fellas. He's got a one-of-a-kind basketball mind. Just have to get the players to buy in a little bit more, and I'm loving what I'm seeing from Kaminga. And also, one other thing before I let you guys go for today, don't you think a couple of these losses to the Mavericks and some other guys, don't just sit back and wonder, gosh, what if Wiseman just freaking helped the Warriors with some of these rebounds? Wiseman, would, if he fits into their system, grab it. it's a two-headed monster, Wiseman, Looney, and then you bring in Kaminga. I mean, there's no other team in the league that can match that yeah. type of firepower. Back to Wiseman. Yeah, thank you. All right, Vince, I got you. And I, you know, you're, you, you, got, you can't say the Warriors can we deeper. Can, can we table Wiseman? That way we don't have to. Well, warriors have. We don't. <laughs> that way we don't have to denigrate him or criticize him or worry about him. Yeah, that was a And four. we won't praise him. What? Then you get you gave me a genuine chuckle on that. Oh, that's funny. Yeah, it was good. Uh, I, look, Wiseman. He's he's working on his game. That's fine. Uh, it's Usually amazing. My humor Come, is a little more com- like I'm not funny unless it's. Like, unless I'm swearing or something or coming after somebody. So, you know what? You, like, uh, like, like, not for air funny. It's kind of not You really for air pick funny. your spots with humor. Yeah. And uh, you tend to, you tend to, uh, your, your humor tends to be spontaneous and abrupt, kind of. Yeah. You don't see it coming. Exactly. And then you'll stick it to somebody. But. Uh, James Wiseman's yeah. in the in the. I was not doing that to Wiseman, but, by the way. But here's the question I have, because you're talking about injuries, and obviously I'm not talking about if the Warriors lose Curry, you know, okay, their season's over. But to me, the Warriors have a few players that they can't afford to lose right now. For you know, let's say let's say somebody's got to miss a month, twelve to fifteen games, probably twelve to fourteen, whatever. Like if it's whether it's st- any of the top six, they're going to feel. And I think it's going to be a struggle. Obviously, Looney, to me, would be the... Maybe you could weather it, but then you get really, really small. But what what I'm getting at, J.D., is as great as Curry has been, this team needs to have kind of all its parts to be better than everybody, I think. they 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 got to have all their parts. they got to have the, the top... Six, yeah. for sure. That's they what have I to think. have the five that's plus a lot. Pool, the starting I mean, five plus pool. Well, they had it last year, and I think that's why why they won it was that they had their they had their top six, really their top 
I guess now they didn't have they lost Peyton at times and they lost Porter at times in the so they didn't have seven eight but they did have the top six yeah the whole time and even though Curry what, came off the bench at the beginning oh that's right I forgot about that but but I guess what I'm saying is if, if you go around the league how many guys would you like it feels like the Warriors are more vulnerable than than another team but but maybe that's not fair. Maybe that's not fair. I, I, when the, what I'm getting at is, all right, if the, if the Suns lose, uh, Cam, uh, well, they already yeah, Cam, Cam Johnson. Cam Johnson's Payne. already been out and they've been winning. Chris he, Paul's been out and they've been winning. Right, but could they win a title? No, without Chris Paul. Well, I'm starting to wonder. Well, no, I or, or can the I shouldn't uh, say that. Can the Denver Nuggets win a title without Aaron Gordon? I think they might be able to, and that's kind of what I'm saying. I mean, Draymond. I guess what I'm saying is... Well, yeah, they can't win it without... I agree. They they cannot win it. They can't if, win it without if, Clay. If Draymond was going to miss a whole freaking series... Oh, boy. Even. Yeah, they couldn't win it. If he was... You know, I think... You know, I think of all of those, Clay would be the one that they would be most likely to be able to win without. More than Looney? More than Poole? Yeah. It's... I, I know. It's... it's uh. It's it's close, but anyway, they need they need their like if you if, the if, top if, six you, if you said hey, there's one guy, one guy out of that group, and yet Looney would probably probably be the popular choice because you could slide Draymond in, and but I mean to me the 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 one spot where they would be the most protected would be if Clay couldn't go and you went to pool like that and it, that to me you'd be mo- you'd be. That most whole. You'd be you'd be the closest version of yourself. Three one zero says curse targeting health for the playoffs. Absolutely, I don't think uh, I don't think there's any doubt about that. And that's what they, you know, it happened by happenstance last year. Uh, it looks like this year they're going to try to kind of calculate it more. When do you, like you think Iguodala's going to wait till March or April to even play? I have no clue. <laughs> I mean, I, I I don't think it really matters. Like he, true. I mean, you could pick the last twenty games and say, "Hey, Andre, you're going to play ten of them." <laughs> I think, or the last ten and play seven of them. And I think that. I mean, you do want to get him out there with everybody. You would think in some form of a rotation, but. No, I'm with you. I'm with you. Hey, uh, you know who's going to be with us on the other side? Cam Inman, Bay Area News Group, 95.7 The Games, Odyssey Insider. He's going to join us from Santa Clara. There's a couple uh, pieces of news out of Santa Clara in terms of who practiced today, who didn't, who looks good for Sunday against the Dolphins, and who might uh, not play. So we'll have Cam Inman on the other side. Are you a commercial property owner or manager working on 2022 painting plans? MB Jesse Painting offers full repaints, maintenance painting, carpentry, and wood rot repairs. Why wait? Online at mbjesse.com. Coming up next, Cam Inman on 95.7 The Game.